Hello, I'm William Carr, and welcome to the Real Life Real Talk podcast. In the last podcast, we talked about what is freedom. What is freedom is a part of the series on becoming a better you from the inside out. Today, we will be talking about what is freedom. This is part two of what is freedom. And we will be talking about seed, time, and harvest. Seed, time, and harvest is another biblical principle. And we want to learn how to use seed, time, and harvest. The first question we need to ask ourselves is, what are we going to do during this growing time of our seed? God established the principle of seed, time, and harvest. Sow the seed of his promise in the soil of your need. And some of the things that we need to start doing is one, refuse to become discouraged. Two, determine to keep our faith alive and active. Three, give and keep on giving. Four, continue in an attitude of expectancy. Five, take charge of our giving. Six, plant seeds of faith. Do so with patience and diligence, according to the scripture. But that on the good ground are they, which in an honest and good heart, having heard the word, kept it, and bring forth fruit with patience. Number seven, look for places where the Holy Spirit is at work. Eight, look for places alive with the word of God. Nine, where spiritual results are found, where miracles, signs, and wonders confirm the preaching of the word, plant seeds of faith there. And number 10, look for people whose ministry is already bearing fruit for the kingdom of God. Ask these questions. Are souls being saved? Are the sick being healed? Are people being delivered? If so, plant there. Once we have planted our seeds, then we should look for a harvest. We should allow God to be our source for everything we need in life. We must keep priorities clear. Seek ye first the kingdom of God. Make the work of God a priority both with your time and your money. Matthew 6 and 33 reads, but seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, and all these things shall be added unto you. And in the book of Philippians, But my God shall supply all your need according to his riches and glory by Christ Jesus. God promised to supply our every need. He promised to fill the desires of our heart. Things we need to do in preparation for the harvest. Speak to your mountain. Inconsistency lies power. So if we continually to speak to the mountain, then we will gain our power. And Jesus says in Mark 11, And Jesus answering said unto them, Have faith in God. For verily I say unto you, that whosoever shall say unto this mountain, 
Be thou removed, and be thou cast into the sea, and shall not doubt in his heart, but shall believe that those things which he said shall come to pass. He shall have whatsoever he said. Therefore I say unto you, what things soever ye desire, when you pray, believe that you receive them, and ye shall have them. Keep a clear conscience. Live obediently to the word of God. When you sin, receive forgiveness immediately and remain clear of sin. Jeremiah 33 says, Call unto me, and I will answer thee, and show thee great and mighty things which thou know not. And there's this principle of standing expectantly on the word of God. This is a guide to use and receiving from giving in any area. 1. Decide on what your needs are. After determining what you need, be single-minded. 2. Get in agreement according to Matthew 18 and 19. Again, I say unto you that if two of you shall agree on earth as touching anything, that they shall ask, it shall be done for them of my Father which is in heaven. Lay hold on it by faith. Use the principles that stated in Mark 23. You shall have what you ask for in the name of Jesus. Believe it and confess it. Number five, bind the devil and his forces in the name of Jesus. Matthew 18 and 18 says, I promise you that God is in heaven will allow whatever you allow on earth, but he will not allow anything you don't allow. Praise God for the answer. Praise keep the door of abundance wide open. Sometimes poverty is caused by one's own disobedience to God's word. A form of disobedience is by robbing God. Withholding tithes and offering causes one to rob oneself of the blessing God wants you to have. A wise believer will never be found tithing or giving just to get something in return. Rather, the act of giving tithes and offering arises from obedience. God always rewards obedience. God invites people to try him to verify his trustworthiness with giving. According to the scripture, bring ye all the tithes into the storehouse, that there may be meat in mine house, and prove me now herewith, said the Lord of hosts. If I will not open you the windows of heaven and pour you out a blessing, that there shall not be room enough to receive it, and I will rebuke the devourer for your sakes, and he shall not destroy the fruits of your ground. Neither shall your vine cast her fruit before the time in the field, said the Lord of hosts. Withholding the tithes robbed God of his privilege of pouring out great and overflowing blessings. God promises are resources of God's work. Those who give will be in a position to receive great and overflowing blessing. God says, he will rebuke the devourer for our sake, and he will cause every blessing that has our name written on it to be directed to us. 
Satan himself cannot stop this. Do not be afraid to prove God with your giving. He is God and he will stand the test every time. According to Proverbs, Honor the Lord with thy substance and with the first fruits of all thy increase. So shall thy bonds be filled with plenty, and thy presses shall burst out with new wines. And in the book of Deuteronomy, Thou shalt truly tithe in all the increase of thy seed, that the field bring forth year by year. So what are we to do? Put your tithe into a storehouse that feeds the life of God's people. Two, since it is God's money and since Jesus will handle and receive the tithe, pray and let him tell you where it should work. Three, the ground we plant our seed in is extremely important. Do not give into debt churches and ministries where you are not being fed. This is a farmer's throwing seeds into a pile of rocks and weeds and hoping some of it will get into the ground and produce. We should always choose ground from which we really want to reap a harvest. Sow into the lives of people whom you will enjoy being like. In Deuteronomy, it reads, And thou shalt go unto the priest that shall be in those days and say unto him, I profess this day unto the Lord thy God, that I am come unto the country which the Lord swear unto our fathers for to give us. And the priest shall take the basket out of thine hand and set it down before the altar of the Lord thy God. Who is this priest, you may ask? Hebrews 3 and 1 says, Jesus is our high priest. And in Hebrews 7 and 8 reads, he receives our tithes personally. Make a confession before your high priest. We are to present our tithes to Jesus, who in turn will set it before the altar of thy God. We were sinners in the world. Our confession should be something like this. I am in the land which you have provided for me in Jesus Christ, the kingdom of Almighty God. I was a sinner serving Satan. He was my God, but I called upon the name of the Lord and he heard my cry and delivered me from the power and authority of darkness and translated me into the kingdom of your dear son. Thank you for listening to my podcast today. My next podcast, we will complete this series of what is freedom in with part three. I look forward to hearing from you. So if you get an opportunity, please write. The email address is one, numeral one, real life ministries at gmail.com. And remember to keep it real.